Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Talking Philly Sports with Matty B. I am your host, Matt Benarchak, and it is Friday, November 13th, 2020. 76ers, talk to me, everybody, on the road, stand up and cheer. Number one, Philadelphia. Here they come, team of the year. One, two, three, four, five, sixes. Ten, nine, eight, seven, sixes. All right, it is, as I said, Friday night, November 13th. And welcome, welcome back to another heart-stopping episode of Talking Phillies versus Matty B. Philadelphia 76er edition, that is right. I am dedicating this show to nothing but the Sixers tonight, and I want to tell you why. Because as I have kind of uh, egressed or moved through uh, the summer uh, into the fall, um, you know, obviously I did that, you know, I had a break there from July to like late or he's early September. By the time I was able to get back up and going, it was, you know, we were getting ready to go right into the Eagle season. Uh, you know, there was so much to talk about when it came to the Phillies to kind of talk a little bit about how their season ended. I was able to do that with Jack Fritz. I put a bow on the flyer season myself. Uh, and of course we've been talking um, really nonstop Eagles since September uh, with Kyle and, 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 you know, Joe Giglio came on and talked, you know, it, it's just been a lot of, of Eagles, but the one team that I had not had the opportunity to come back and really, you know, wrap a bow around uh, the 2019, 2020 season was of course the Sixers. And tonight I am, I'm here to do that. I am here to put that aforementioned bow on that season. And I am not here alone to do it on the other side of this pod. Uh, 94 WIP show producer and self-proclaimed hoop head Anthony Foley will join me and we will talk about what was the Sixer season and how crazy it was. Obviously, the the changes that were made last summer with you know JJ Redick leaving, and then of course we all know the Jimmy Butler drama, Jimmy going to Miami. The Sixers then bringing in Al Horford, giving Tobias Harris the Supermax deal. Uh, you know, the bully ball, we're going to go out there, we're going to play, you know, in your face, and we're going to, we're going to, you know, we're going to physically beat you every night. Well, of course, that, uh, that obviously did not happen uh, with the Sixers last year. Uh, the roster was really kind of found out to be woefully uh, structured. Boy, is there a theme to this in this town when it comes to improper roster construction? You know, and I've mentioned this, obviously, the main narrative <clears throat> For me this year about the Eagles, of course, is Howie Roseman and his inability to build a roster. Then you got the Phillies and Matt Klintak's inability to build the roster. And then, you know, you look at you look at the Sixers, and they were just kind of right in the right in that group, you know? Um and, and you know, and then of course the drama around Ben Simmons, the, the fact that this man will not shoot the basketball. Uh, we see videos and we see hype videos and we we get practice glimpses of where he's out there bombing from three, uh, you know, taking all kinds of shots from around the floor. And then when a game comes, 
you know, the man doesn't shoot. You know, and this year, this past season, before the stoppage, he actually made his first three-pointer ever. <laughs> and it was national news. I mean, it was huge news here in Philly. And it was big news around the country. Just pathetic, really. Um, so we'll talk to Anthony about all that. And, of course, what I really want to talk to him and center my discussion around, and if there's time, because I'm, I'm kind of up against it with Anthony tonight a little bit, but it's really what the Sixers are going to look like going forward. Uh, you know, heading into the bubble, when the season resumed last year, they were one of the 12 teams from the Eastern Conference invited to go to Orlando. Uh, they currently, when they went, held a sixth seed in the East. They had a real, they had a legitimate shot from going from six to two in the eight game regular season that the NBA was going to do prior to the start of the playoffs. They had a more realistic shot of going from six to three. But when you go four and four in the eight game regular season and don't look very impressive while going four and four. You're not going to make up any ground or, you know, much at all. And they didn't make up any. They ended up going down as the six and then starting this, uh, the playoffs as the six as well. Drawing the Boston Celtics at three was not a good matchup heading into that series. Sixers were not anyway matched evenly with the Celtics. The Celtics overmatched them in every aspect of the game. Uh, and, of course, the Sixers went down there and got their their butts beat off and, and were swept by the Celtics in four games. So, I want to sit there and pretty much talk to Anthony a little bit about what this team is going to go and look forward. Now, there's a couple things happening in the NBA right now. Um, next Tuesday, November 17th, is when free agency in the NBA will begin. So officially, players, free agents can start moving around. Teams can start signing guys. Uh, players can start changing teams. On, the, on November 18th, the day after that, the actual NBA draft will happen. And the Sixers have five total picks. They're picking in the first round at 21, and then they have four second-round picks. And then right around that early, you know, that early mid-December point, um, I would imagine, or I should say the late November, early December point, is when training camps will begin. And then right after that, they'll do like a two-week preseason. And then right now, as it's slated, uh, the Sixers will begin the regular season along with the other teams in the National Basketball Association on December 22nd, and they will play a 72-game regular season this year. Now, it will not be in the bubble, so teams will be playing in their home arenas, in their home courts, and they will travel uh, around the country. Now, how this schedule is going to look, um, one, because it's only 72 games versus 82 games, uh, and two, is there going to be any considerations made for long-distance traveling, i.e. West Coast trips for the East Coast teams. I don't know. I would imagine probably, uh, especially now that we are going, we are undergoing here in America a spike in COVID-19 cases. Uh, parts of, of, of Pennsylvania, Montgomery County, to name one, uh, starting next week is going to close all their schools for two weeks. Uh, all their students are going to go to school virtually for two weeks. Um, I know parts of New York, uh, upstate New York, uh, their schools are starting to close again for two weeks for a virtual period uh, in order to kind of stop the spread of COVID. And there's some talk around Philadelphia that um, in Philadelphia County or the city of Philadelphia, to be more specific, uh, they're going to they're going to ban indoor dining again 
uh, due to the spike. So, you know, just so much uncertainty what's going on in the world and this country with this damn COVID crap. I'm, I'm done with it. I'm sick and tired of wearing a mask. I'm sick and tired of COVID. Uh, it needs to end. But, you know, we're moving towards it, I guess. So I'm going to talk to Anthony about all those things, uh, especially, obviously, the, the move of the Sixers uh, going ahead and, and relieving Rhett Brown of all his duties as head coach. Um, and then pretty much kind of waiting about six or seven weeks to do anything else. Um, obviously, the the candidate for coaches at the time that Brett was fired weren't the strongest. I don't think um, they weren't. Uh, there were some. There were some clear cut um, candidates, favorites. But then, I don't know. A gift occurred to the Sixers. A um, a, a beam from the heavens, so to speak, when the uh, L.A. Clippers blew a three games to one lead to the Denver Nuggets in the Western Conference playoffs, uh, prompting the the Clippers to go ahead and fire their head coach, Doc Rivers. Uh, pretty much dropped uh, Doc Rivers right to Sixers' lap. And Sixers went ahead and signed Doc um, as their next head coach. And then a few weeks after that, about a month, maybe five weeks later, Daryl Morey, who was recently fired by the Houston Rockets as their president of basketball operations, has now assumed that role for the Sixers. So there's been some moves. Uh, there's been some there's some shaking and baking going on with the Sixers. Uh in the areas that they can do right now, which of course is their front office and their, you know, coaching staff. Um, not many public moves, and I'm sure there's trade talks and there's names being thrown against the wall. Um, I'll discuss a couple of the rumors that are floating around out there in reference to Sixers with Anthony Foley and ask his opinion about those and maybe uh, whether or not they are valid or, you know, not so much valid trades, but you know, justifiable trades, I guess is the word. Um, we'll also talk about, <coughs> you know, our favorite topic here when it comes to the Sixers, and that's uh, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. You know, are those two going to be part of the Sixers next season? Or I should say in, in what, uh, five weeks, six weeks? You know, are they going to come onto the floor for the first game of the 2021 NBA season with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid on the floor together? You know, there's a potential that they they might not. You know, there could be some moves being made, and they could affect one of those two, or maybe not. You know, both of them. So we'll wait and see about all that. But and then the last thing that I want to spend some time talking to Anthony Foley is Sixers this week went ahead and they unveiled their new city edition uniforms. Now these uniforms will be worn in a limited role in this coming season. They're not their primary road or their home uniforms. They are their gimmicky uniform. You know what I mean? Uh, and for those of you who have not seen this uniform, I really, uh, really, you know, want you to get on the Internet and look look these things up. Um, so just kind of give you a visual of what they look like. It's a primarily black uniform, uh, black top, black bottoms. Uh, the trim is done in red, white, and blue, or red and blue, okay? Um, the word Philadelphia is written in block lettering across the top in white and then a suppose a, a imposed or a outline of boathouse row the lights of boathouse row at night you know that you know when you drive by and you see the way the the lights kind of frame the, the houses in the well not the houses but the the boathouses along the schuylkill um 
that is the primary design across the front of the jersey. Uh, those that that light silhouette. Yes, that is what it is. And then uh, the number is down there at the lower part of the shirt. On the back, it's got their number and then their name on the bottom of the jersey. So, I, I, you know, there's been some controversy around the um, theme and about why the Sixers have, have, have gone that way. There was a, there was a statement made uh, from somebody within the Philadelphia 76er organization that was kind of in charge of spearheading these uniforms that this uniform reflects a cultural shift in the city of Philadelphia away from the, I quote, blue collar hockey guy. <laughs> now that statement has since been recanted by that individual, but, or I should not say recanted, but apologized for, uh, but yes. So the more cultural refined Philadelphia sports Jersey, I guess is what we're talking about now. I'm not going to get into that nonsense blue collar hockey guy comment because I am a hockey guy and I come from blue collar background. Uh, my father was a police officer. I was a, a soldier for 30 years. Um, I, I get dirty all the time. So I'm not going to get into that. You know, I'm not going to get into the, uh, the huge offensive uh, nature of that statement was towards me personally, but you know, the shifting away from the, I guess, let's call it the Rocky Balboa type, when you think of Philadelphia, to a more refined cultural individual is kind of where, I guess, they wanted to go with this. So me and Anthony will yak about that, and we'll talk about um, what he thinks about these jerseys. And I'll ask him a very interesting question about the jersey. And we'll discuss so much, much more coming up here. And, of course, um, on Sunday, uh, you know, we were back right at this thing for uh, for some more birds talk with Kyle Quinn, and uh, you know, you know, we got Eagles Giants on Sunday, so a lot going on this weekend on the pod, a lot going on in Philadelphia, a lot going on in the sports world, uh, a lot going on in the COVID world. So, uh, me and Anthony will talk all about that stuff. So, stay tuned on the other side of this podcast, all right? So, you can check out my interview with Anthony. <laughs> Thank you. 